This podcast is brought to you in association with From Sweden with Love, one of the oldest fan sites dedicated to the world of 007. Online since 2004 and also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Why not check them out today? James Bond 007.se Nobody does it better. <laughs> or as they say in Stockholm these days, Inyen Jur Debete. Hello, I'm John Orty. I'm a stunt historian, author, broadcaster and producer, and the man behind Behind the Stunts on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Welcome to this episode and a series of podcasts dedicated to the action stunts in the James Bond movies. My new book, Ever Heard of Evil Knievel, is the definitive guide to everything action-packed in the film series. It looks at the stunts, the performers, the coordinators and the stories behind these incredible moments captured on film. You'll hear clips from some of the interviews that have been undertaken over the years, where applicable, and sound clips from the movies themselves. The book, podcast, and YouTube series are also to be used as educational tools to learn from and to wonder at. He always runs while others walk. Well, you would too if you had this much action and adventure to get through. And from the very start, Bob Simmons was plating up huge helpings of stunt work. The pre-title has Bob himself dressed as the grieving widow, only to be caught out by Bond when accidentally opening a car door on his... her own, without waiting for a man to do it for him. Honestly, they were simpler times, the 60s, you know. I've come to offer my sincere condolences. My dear Colonel Duval, I don't think you should have opened that car door by yourself. The fight is trademark Simmons. The amount of furniture smashed is breathtaking. His idea was to use whatever came to hand whilst in combat. Here we see both men grabbing at the curtains, tables, chairs and vases. Incidentally, Sean Connery is doubled by stuntman Harold Sanderson, who was also the captain of the Disco Volante later on in the picture. Bond transitions smoothly from fight to jetpack escape, doubled by Bill Souter, before outdoing the chasing bad guys once again with the aid of the gadget-laden DB5. Perhaps this is why Thunderball is one of my favourite outings for the good commander. car chase sequence filmed at Silverstone Racetrack in Northamptonshire is another brilliant 
Bob Simmons moment. George Leach doubling Connery, driving the DB5. Bill Ivey, not a stunt man, but a professional motorcycle road racer, was doubling Luciana Peluzzi. And Bob Simmons was doubling Guy Dolman as Count Lippe. Nowadays, if this scene was filmed, we'd see Lippe's car hit with the rockets and then fly into the air with the use of an air or nitrogen cannon. Back then, they placed an explosive charge in the boot, surrounded it with a small amount of fuel-soaked material, after stripping the vehicle of as much dangerous and combustible upholstery as possible, and rigged it to detonate remotely. Simmons was merely a passenger. The slow motion during the incredible world of James Bond documentary perhaps best shows how cool Simmons is in this incredible scene. The door and front seat of the car he's driving have been removed, and he's staring from the floor, wearing pads placed about his body, knees, elbows, and a small back pad. He wears an open face crash helmet, and when he triggers the explosion, he must swerve back and forth across the road, then drive down an embankment, remembering to dive out to the door before the car hits the bottom. Watch the slow motion footage. Bob leaves the car and is just for a moment struggling to get clear. The embankment had caught fire, and he must drag himself through it into safety. Concerned faces, one and all, including director Terence Young, were all searching for Bob. It's always reminded me of that scene in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where Indy joins in looking for himself at the top of the cliff, just before the searchers realise they found their man. Legend has it that uh, Terence Young called him a... which Bob accepted graciously. The action isn't just above the water in this movie, and I'm aware that many people tend to switch off during the underwater sequences, and yet they're integral to the plot and very integral to those professionals employed to double the actors underwater. John McLaughlin is Sean Connery's main double underwater. He will double him again, but not until Never Say Never Again came along in the 80s. A very good double and someone who's able to look at the actor he's doubling and morph into him for the purpose of the camera. Evelyn Boran doubles Claudine Auger and who can forget Frank Cousins who's attached by a wire to a speedboat and dragged at a rapid rate of knots through the water doubling Connery wearing his underwater jetpack. What many forget is that in order to create these fights underwater they must be rehearsed on dry land. Skydivers call it a dirt dive. Every manoeuvre is worked out so everyone knows exactly what they're doing. Rico Browning, who filmed this sequence, has produced exceptional underwater action, and it's another benchmark used by underwater cinematographers the world over. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the episode on the Behind the Stunts YouTube channel. All the links are in the show notes. So, until next time... Bye for now.